Okay, so uh, let's go back to the Mishnah on uh, Yud Tesamid Beis 19b, Maxelus Kadam Gedola. So you have a large reed mat. The materials are made of skach material. They're made of things that grow. Today it's a little more complicated because sometimes they use metal filaments and uh, sometimes they use a string. And um, uh, so that complicates things a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So if they only used the fabric like of baskets, you know, like of, uh, that would be different. But once right. you use, so you, uh, that's an additional problem with buying a skach mat today, is some of the materials that hold it together. But is assuming... That, is that even if it's meant to be a roof? Yeah, yeah, because it, it's other material that's not kosher with skach. In other words, you have material that's not, uh, it, it needs to be all grown material. Uh, I don't know what the term would be, fully... So if it's woven, once it's woven, it's then it's makavu yeah, tumah. Maybe that's what you're saying. It's the, whatever binds it together should be a process material. What? You said it's, it is makavu tumah. Right, right. So, correct. So I'm, I'm just saying that today's mats, you have to make sure they don't have either metal, uh, little metal, um, they have like, you know, like when you tie a bag, they have those little wires. Uh, a lot of them will have wires in there to actually hold it together, or they don't have uh, different kinds of, uh, of, of fabric. Okay. But anyways, their kind of mats were made of kanim. So the big one, so this is going to be the question in the Gemara. How do you read it? Do you read it that since it's big, it's meant for uh, lying down, or... If it's big and it's meant for lying down, the Kabbaltumah. So that's going to be the question, what the focus is on the Mishnah. But the bottom line is, since it's made for sleeping, it's a sleeping mat, that's a vessel, not kosher for skach. Lisuk, but if it's made for skach, of course you could use it. Eim Kabbaltumah. says, He says, it doesn't make a difference what size. If it's, it's advertised, it's made for sleeping, the Vein misakambo, lesikuk, if it's made for skach, misakambo, you can use it for skach, vein makabostuma. If it's made for shade, then you're good. I'm surprised that you would think it would say, vein makabostuma first, and then therefore, and therefore it's, it's like, right. for, okay, okay. Because okay. it's interesting that they put the. That last. Tuma after. Okay. I have to think about that. Yeah. Okay. So the more has a question, though, and the question is going to be on what's the default position. In other words, the, it's one thing if it's, if it's clear that it's made for sleeping. And it's another thing if it's clear if it's made for the shade. But what about if it's not clear anything? What would you assume? What's the stam? So, agufakasha, that, that's a little difficulty. You said if you made it for lying down on that, it's mekabutum and mesachimbo. And it's not kosher for skach. Time to us, lishkiba. The reason is it was specifically made for being a sleep mat. Hastam. But the default position would be, if it's not made specifically for a sleep mat, l'sikach, it's perfectly, it, the, the default is it's for skach. But then, if you look at the second part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah implies, tani l'sikach, if it's made specifically for shade, misakhingbo, you can use it, ain't makabutuma, and it won't get tuma. Taima, the reason that you're allowed to use it is it's specifically made for skach. Hastam, the default position would be l'shkiba that it's made for lying down and you can't use it. So we're confused. What's the default position? So the more said, hello, Kasha. We can answer and explain. It depends on whether it's big or whether it's small. Rebbe Lazar Omar, and he explains. 
We stole it for you, so you wouldn't miss anything. Okay. Rabbi Lazar Omar, he says, Achas Katanav, Achas Dola, whether it's big, whether it's small. If it's made. So he doesn't differentiate in size. There's one view that depending on the size, you will know what kind of mat it is. In other words, that there's one size for a sleep mat, there's a different size for the skach uh, mat. Is this like a sleep number? <laughs> That's right. So, so if it's made, whether it's big or small, the first view is size has nothing, uh, it doesn't relate to this. Uh, it doesn't matter the size. So if it's made for shkiba, for sleeping, time of the other reason that you shouldn't use it is it's made for sleeping. But the stam, the default would, position would be lesikach. But then look at the next part. If it's made for schach, it has to be special made for schach. The default position would be the shkiba. So uh, we're back still with confusion. So how are we going to resolve this seem- seemingly con- contradiction about what the default position is? So uh, again, we're start whenever there's an Ella, that means there's a new theory. So we're four lines from the bottom on Yud Testament base. And again, our question is, we understand the concept that uh, when a mat is made uh, for sleeping on, that's a vessel, and that's eligible for Tumah, because a bed or something that you lie on is, um, uh, would be able to receive Tumah. And therefore, you can't change your mind and throw it up there for Skach. But if it was made for the shade... If it was made to be a covering, then it's perfectly usable. So the question is, though, what's the default position when you don't know how it was made? So El Amor he says, when it's really large, the really large ones, nobody sleeps in a big bed. If it's really large, it's probably for a covering. Where's the argument for the small ones? The default, but even the small, well, the small ones you can assume are for lying down. Rabbi Yossi says, no. He said, there is no default position on the small ones. Even the small ones, a lot of people use them for skach. Um, yeah, Rabbi Eliezer. And this is how you read the Mishnah as we turn to today's page. Hakanim Hagdola. The Maxellus um, Hakonim, if you have a reed mat, again, the material is made of schach material. The big one, Asa if it was made for lying down, Taima, the reason is, Asa that it was made for lying down. But had it not been specially made as a sleep mat, you would, you're allowed to assume, Stam Nasa Kamisha Asa Okay, uh, uh, one second, let's just finish. For us, Rebbe Eliezer, that's the first opinion. And Rebbe Eliezer said, no, we don't just say by the big one, big or small, stamba the default is k'sher So that's the way we're going to leave. Yeah, Jack. Um, so when, when it's made to, for shade, uh, I'm why, Jack is that still, bro. why isn't that still a vessel? I mean, you're using it for a particular purpose to provide shade. So why, why, why is that still... I guess you'd have to look in the laws of Tuma, but um, when it's made for shade, you're not really touching it. It's just like put up there and you, you like are underneath it. It's like a building material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you sleep on it, you're, you're, it's, a, uh, it's, it's something that you, you handle. It's a utensil. I see. Okay. That, that was my assumption. It has to do with the 
like the, the contact or the... Um, but uh, at any rate, that's the first explanation that we were able to resolve the Mishnah, the difference in sizes. So, so wait a minute, so there's actually, so there's, so there's uh, three different kinds of mats. There's the gedolim that are really big, and those are all for stock, and then there's like a, a medium gedola where if it's... Well, there's big and small, and then there's where it's clearly said what it was made for. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and then there's ones that are the default. You just don't know. So then the question is, um, you know, what's the deal? What can you assume? The default there, the uh, question is, is the, uh, what's the default? So he's saying the big ones. So, right, so in other words, the first case of the mission, when it says, that's not the default. Right. Where it says, it's pre-designated. It says, you know, Sleepmaster uh, uh, Matt. Yeah, dream away, you're in your trouble. That's right. Buy this scotch mat and you'll have a good rest. So the way we just read it in the Gemara is sort of how you explain the mission of them. It's how they're saying, that's how you read the mission. Yeah. So Abayi has two problems with this explanation. Omerlea by Ihalki. Could mean they can sleep well in the sukkah. <laughs> I was thinking that that you would buy the mat to sleep in the sukkah. They're both in the sukkah store. You just yeah, got to right. go to the right department. Exactly right. <laughs> it's interesting. Same man. Same man. It's it's it. Right. I wonder if they charge more for the one you sleep on. Right. right. That's right. 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 If that's true, Lazar Omar, so why do he say whether it's small, whether it's big? He should the bigger they should say He should say um the 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 teaching is even the small one um is usable for skach. So uh he should say he should say whether it's big or why does he say whether it's big or it's small? Um, no, why is it small yeah, yeah. whether it's big he should say whether it's big whether it's small Va'od, and also it's clear that the argument is by the big one not by the small one Rebbe Lezer Lechumra and Rebbe Lezer is clearly uh, being stricter only if it's not Makabal Tumah can use Vriska so this doesn't fit into the, um, the this explanation doesn't fit into the words so well so we need a, an explanation that'll fit the words a little better. So Ella, let's try a new explanation. And Repapa comes to the rescue. So again, before we had the big one, everybody agrees. Now we're saying, no, forget that. Everybody argues about the big one. The small one is the one where they agree about. The small one, the small one, everyone agrees. The default position is the small ones are for sleeping. The argument is about the bigger one. You can assume the bigger one is for shade. Rebbe Lazar says no. Stam gadola nami l'shkiba. He holds they're both for sleeping. You know, it's interesting, Rebbe, that um, you see in, in the fourth line, fourth and bottom line, yes, they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Rambam letter is on the first explanation. <laughs> oh, okay. The the the, the, the gadola nobody mm, argues. I see. Interesting. That is interesting. They don't like the explanation, but yet yeah, that looks like that might be at least for the mm. Rambam. That might be the last. Okay. So what does he mean when it's made for sleeping? Hakikama. What he means to say is the default position is you can assume that it's uh, that it's made for sleeping unless it's specifically made l'shkiba. Okay. So that fits into the words a little better. Our rabbis taught. We're in the middle of the page. And now we're going to talk about what kind of materials are the schach mats made out of. What about the mats made of shifa and gemi? 
And Rashi says what Shifa is, but it doesn't help me because I. He says Shifa, I think. Um, where's that Rashi? There it is. It's Pool. It's Puvel. And Gemi is eunuch. Um, but Rashi, let's see the next Rashi. The Haim Rakim. These are much softer, softer materials. So Stab Katani Yish Mishkim Aloshalam. He says uh, these are. Now he gets into the specifics of these mats. And since it's softer, even the big one that's more chainy, shehiava and thicker and not smooth, it doesn't matter if it's woven, which is smooth. So again, you might have thought it depends on how it's woven, whether it's made for shade or not, or the material. So that's really what the Gemara is going to get into. And again, depending on the material, you might be able to figure out what it's made for. So back to the Gemara. If you have the mats made of these soft materials, gadola, the big one, you can still use for skach. The small one, ain't misakhinbo. Shel kanim v'shel chilas. What if it's made of reeds or chilas? So gadola, the big one, misakhinbo. Aruga, um, if it's woven, then that's uh, not that just shade. That's definitely a mattress. Ain't misakhinbo. Rishmo riyosam v'shumaviv. He says either one, misakhinbo. Hena revdosa omakidvorv. And revdosa agreed. So we're getting into a more nuanced approach of what the material is and whether it's woven or not. I'm surprised they would get away with that, those two materials as a top, even if it's just because it's a gadola. Well, they grow. I mean, they're no, growing. But why would you have soft tops? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, the main thing is that, is it provides shade. Right. right. It's nice, nice criteria. It must have some extra ability to do something better for a shade than a reed. Right, and otherwise you're saying you wouldn't use it. Or, you, yeah. But what if it's the tree that you got? <laughs> or it's you don't a, have a choice. Right, oh, in other words, it's the... Yeah, yeah. Not very heavy either, you know. Mm. Um, Look, a lot of times I'm out of string and I use copper wire. It's twice the price and everything. That's all I have. That's all you got, yeah, right. That's right. So you make it work. Yeah. Yeah. We learned <laughs> over there, Kola Chutzlos. Eh, all, if you, uh, all of the chutzlots are tame mitame tame me, steve reb dosa. They uh, are eligible for tumma, meaning that they're vessels. The chachalim, they say... And Rashi says they'll explain it more. Yeah, that's why I didn't explain it. The Gemara's going to explain what chutzlots is. Okay. Uh, but they said, no, medris. It, if somebody sleeps on it, it, it gets tumas medris. But tumas medris in tame meslo. Are you just saying that it's only eligible... Mm-hmm. Are these chutzlots the same that we have when it comes to Shabbos about the packaging they made from the, uh, uh, the date palm? And that there's a whole, whole, whole discussion. Can you open the packages or not? No, no, we're going to see it's something different. It's, uh, it's not the same <coughs> No, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. at least they, the okay. definition they give here is different. We'll have to look at it to see if it's spelled the same. But, uh, uh, but the more on Ahmed Bez is going to explain it. It's a little different. But uh, anyway, again, this, this material, uh, the question is going to be whether... It's eligible for tumor or not. So, but re- the question though is, Rivdosa said it's eligible for the medris tumor, which is the lighter tumor, which is where Zav were to sit on it or sleep on it. So, does that imply it's not going to get only it gets only one kind of tumor? But nantan kol mitame medris, it's usually a package deal. If it's a vessel and it gets too much medris, it's going to get too much mace. So, the more said, you're right. Ema af medris. He means both. Okay. Uh, so. Then it, it, it's not separate. It's, it, it, he agrees that it has, it's eligible for Tuma. But what exactly is this famous Chutzlos? So, Amr Abdimi Bar Hamdui. He says, 
Marzubali. That's what it is. And now we've got it all figured out. It's Marzubali. So then the Gemara says, well, what in the world is Marzubali? What's Marzubali? So, Omer of Ava, Mizvali. Oh, so now we know what it is. Mizvali, three lines from the bottom, well, Rashi. The same without, without the range. Yeah. He oh, says it's called Bulus. Of us, it's a shepherd's thing. They, they use it as a pillow. If you're a shepherd uh, and you're out there with the sheep day and night, so sometimes you've got to put your head down. And they travel, um, they travel light, shepherds, because they've got to carry everything with them. So this is some kind of shepherd's pillow. It grows wild, and then they just harvest it when they, wherever they sleep. They're not toting this thing around with them. That I don't know, but they use this particular thing for the pillow. No, no, no. It means medrash. eligible for tumah. It just means it's eligible for tumah medrash, implying not tumah space. Okay. Yeah, it's some kind of leather. Uh, um, this this particular shepherd's bag is is made of leather, so it, it might be a multi-use kind of thing. Like you said, it's a suitcase and it's those pillows, same same kind of thing. Um, and uh, since it, the question here though is. Yeah. So. Um, since he uses it for a pillow, then it's eligible for Tumas Medris. Medris is something that a person sits on or sleeps on. And you say, well, who sleeps on this leather thing? Well, shepherds, they use it as a pillow. He says, no, we're not talking about leather. We're talking about back to the Schachnet. So um, uh, now the more is just making a statement, Reish Lakish, um, Felt uh, uh, he studied under Rebchia, and he felt that Rebchia was his rebbe. Now, when a person is is somebody's rebbe, or even a, the, uh, their parent, when the, after they pass away, a person is supposed to talk about them in a very respectful way. And the formula this is actually brought in Shulchan Aruch is a person is supposed to say their parent Harani Kaparis, I, I should be an atonement for them. Um, uh, this, today in English we don't typically talk that way, but it's it's a uh, basically it it means that um, everything I am I owe to them, you know. And so uh, there's the idea that uh, when a person is alive, uh, well, after a person passes, so uh, some people they uh, if any any sins that a person has, they need to be removed in purgatory, and um, purgatory is not fun, <laughs> so. It's the duty of those that are alive uh, that, were, that were brought into this world by either their Rebbe or their parents to try to, uh, in case the person who's deceased is facing any kind of purgatory, any kind of, uh, that he helps them out with it. And so the main way is like to say Kaddish or to learn in their memory or, so the person who's alive is saying, I hope that uh, that uh, I can make up for any shortcomings that, you know, that if there's anything I could do for the deceased, so they're atoned for it. Let's look at Rashi. It's even stronger than I'm saying it, the way Rashi says it, three lines from the bottom. Yesurim um, haboim olay 
if they're, if they're getting any afflictions, uh, they should come to me. God, send me the, uh, you know, don't give it to my, my father, give it to me, you know. Uh, um, and so that's the, that's the terminology. Yisurim haboyim alai. Any afflictions, give Gehenim to me. L'kaparosa shorokhiyo banaf. Yiu. It should be, ulashim kavod, it's a respect. Shu masker avivo rabo, l'achram yisasim. When a person mentions their parent, or they mention, it's interesting, he says, Rashi just says, father. I thought you said for mother too, unless you just say the feminine form. <laughs> okay, that's uh, but Rashi says your father or your teacher. You use this terminology that if they if they're going to face any purgatory, it should come to me. That's uh, that's the that's the expression. Okay, but anyway, so why Ribchia? Because Shabbatchila, Ribchia is uh, was not only somebody who taught students. He brought the Torah back. He is one of those people. The Torah was being forgotten from the Jewish people. So this, it's happened a few times in history where it looked like the, uh, there, were not, uh, there was not a lot of scholarship. The Torah wouldn't be carried on. So uh, originally what happened was Ola Ezra Mebavel. When Ezra came up from Bavel, he reinstated everything. The original people that went up to build, there was a, uh, a blockade. And they were cut off from the Jewish community for many years. And um, uh, the, the original people were not the rabbis. They were the builders and the strong people. And uh, uh, they didn't have teachers with them. And they didn't have wives with them or their mothers. Uh, and some of them took Gentile wives. And it really was a, uh, the, that initial group uh, that settled Israel at that time. It's interesting because... There's certain parallels to the time nowadays when Israel got resettled with the kibbutzim. Also, was not the, uh, the not the most learned group that went up to to start Israel, <laughs> right? So that it's uh, but so what happened was is that Ezra came and he fixed everything. Ezra came from Bavel when he came Yasta. Now there was another time Chozer v'Nishdacha that uh, again the Torah became weak in Israel. Ole Hillel habavloi Hillel came from Bavel Yasada. And at another time, again, it's a, history goes, has its ups and downs with the Torah being remembered, forgotten. And then this time, Ruvchia and his sons, they came and did it. So he's saying that we all owe Ruvchia a debt of gratitude. He says they don't argue on the sachmats that were found in Usha. Shame to If you bought it in Usha, it's Tameh. Bishel Taveria, and if you bought it in Tiberias, it's Torrent. Alman Nechluku, where is the debate uh, on other places? So Rashi. With total, that's total, with total disregard to science. Correct. It depends on the place. In the place, yeah, they yeah. made different kinds of products. Rashi, shame to ma'am. Af Medrashim, you cut He says their mats in, oh, there were only for sleeping. Below, they didn't use them for anything else. What? Because in those places they had special kavanah with Correct, them, that's right. In other words, yeah. yeah. Uh, Val Shel Tiberia, in the Tiberian one, those are hard. He says nobody would sleep on it. It's too hard. Yeah. So probably in the place that they existed, they had different types of trees and uh, reeds, and they made out of the material they had, but depending on what the, the material was, uh, People wouldn't consider using something really hard to, to sleep on. Do, do we take it from there that that they recommended sleeping on a soft mattress rather than a hard, uh, <laughs> or is that just like 
hard means like and it itches. Very, and it's, the firm is in between, I yeah. think. <laughs> okay. So they have to look at that. Okay. Everybody so, Umar uh, Savar, and uh, the other opinion holds, Kivan de Mikri he says sometimes it happens that that's all that's available. Uh, it's like the Usha one. So again, it, it could depend on the location where you get it from. Omar Mar, he said all of these chotzlos, these leather bags, um, right, that's the, uh, the, the, these, uh, the, since they're used for pillows and things, they're eligible for Tumas Meis. Uh, didn't we learn uh, that, um, uh, that he agreed, that Ribdosa agreed with Ribyosi that it's not eligible for Tuma. So is it eligible for Tuma or is it not? So the more said, Lokasha, had the Isle God Defana, had the Lefle God It depends if they uh, sewed a rim around it. If they sewed a rim around it, then it's a vessel. Uh, then it was made for um, carrying things. If they didn't sew a rim around it, if, is it reinforced? Was this particular type of thing reinforced or not? Let's see, Rashi, God Fana, Kain Safa, it's like a rim, Saviv, Gavoamat, Lakabo Maishinosa, it makes it hold things. This way you can use it to hold fruits. The less by Godfina, if it doesn't have the Godfina, Afilu Kli Lohavi, it's not, it doesn't even hold water. The Schacha Gabi Olim, it's clearly, it's, all, it's only useful to throw on top of uh, a shade. So it, it's, uh, if you had some type of blanket, if, it, if it's reinforced, you could use it as a bag. If it's not reinforced, it's only usable as shade. What if it's made of sham or shogem yishosak vishosapira mitami tumusmeis divriabdosa? It's those are tamei v'chum af medris. So bishleim elamandi amar. I understand the one who says af marzubli shosham vishogemi. So what is that fit for? Chazi lekissin deperi. Those are usable for carrying fruits. Shosak vishel safria chazi leguchi vetsini. Those are usable for guchi and sini. What's Gulchi and Sini? I think there was a Rashi here. Um, it's like about three, four lines down on the left. Gulchi and Sini, yeah. Kalim ke'en sakim, shnos mem kitnios. You could put beans in there, upeira, and thin fruits. So, again, depending on the type of material, some are usable for big fruits and some are usable for the small ones. El, amandir, maxos, mamish. But if you say it's, uh, it's actual mats, bishay, mishel, sak, vishel, safria, if it's made of sak and safria, so, chazi parsi v'nefusa. So, it's good. You can use it as a sifter. You can use it to sift uh, flour and things. Uh, they, the bigger pieces get stuck. But, but if it's made of sham or gemi, what would you use it for? Why is it eligible for tumah? So, the Gemara answers, you can use it for beer making. It, it makes a good cover for your beer barrels. So, oh, so not to hold stuff, it's like a top. Yeah, it's a top. Rashi behem gugis to cover the barrel shaker that you make for beer. That the bottom line is, um, if materials have a use, then they're eligible for tumah. If they have no use, so then the only thing they could be is shade. If it's actual maxosham shogemi, cousin Zusa, that's for the beer making. That, as we said, is good for sifting or for bags. 
If you say it's those leather things, then it holds fruits. What is it useful? So it holds the small fruits. Tanya, Tanya, let's see a quick tosis here. So we said it's good for beer making. Second tosis from the top. To cover a barrel, he says it's used for, uh, for barrels. Toso says uh, very strongly, that's impossible. <laughs> if it's just a lid, it would be tar. So it, this explanation of Rashi that it's made to be a beer cover <coughs> it doesn't pass muster. It would still be tar. Um, so uh, Tosus says, according to Rashi, if all that it is is a cover for a barrel, then that shouldn't do the trick to make it tummy. But Zorich Lomar, Tosus answers in the end, you have to say, It must be uh, able to hold something. It must be, maybe you hold it upside down, or it's got, it's got to have a keyboard. It's got to have a receptacle. Uh, so Tosus is just questioning, if something's just a lid, that isn't going to do the trick of Tuma. But if it holds something, it has to hold something. And the reason it can't hold something is because of this marub, that material? Well, Rashi said it's 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 a lid. So if it's only a lid, so that wouldn't make it eligible for tuma because oh, what would it hold? Unless it's a lid that also holds. That's what well, Tosa says. So maybe in, in the whole reason that they that they decided that it was for a lid was because it couldn't hold stuff because the material it was made from. Right, right. That's right. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, there are lids that also hold. It could be. Right. That's what that's that is. That's really what Rashi means. Maybe. Sometimes you hold on the lid certain things. You can hold a certain amount of beer or, or no, I don't know. That. But anyways, that, that just gives us some of the flavor. Okay, back to the Gemara. Dried mushrooms. Yeah. Wouldn't have to be that strong, would it? No, yeah. <laughs> he says, I once went down into the exile, and I found a scholar for Omerli, and he told me, good news, you can use buja for skach. And I told them, I heard from the sage that you can use buja. And he said, you're right, I agree. Omer of Kista, what is buja? Um, does the article say what buja is? A maxellus, it's a mat. <laughs> Basically, the kinds of, it, was a, it was a mat known in those places. So, um, as long as there's no rim around it, if there's a rim, then it's used for something else. Omer Ula, Hani Budaisa's name Mechuzah. If you go to Mechuzah, they also have Budaisa's. But in Mali Kirshalaham, if it didn't have a rim around it, you could use it for Skach. But if it's got that rim, so then forget it. No, Rashi said it's Gadfana, which is the same as the rim that we had before. So it, it, it's, a, um, it's a reinforcement around the mat. When it's reinforced, then it's made to, to carry things. Then it's eligible for Tuma. Was there another definition of Bujia? Mats, okay. I assume it's something that grows. Um, Tosa says, he says it's made to catch dates. Uh, tomorrow. Okay. 
So, uh, okay, let's see. Bigger ones. Okay, chapter two. Wow, this is, uh, we're really, whenever you get to the second chapter, you're already in the Vesechnes. So, okay, we made it. All right. Hadrilexuka. Okay. Hayashin takasamita besukkah. So, what happens if uh, you got a very crowded sukkah and you can't find a spot? Uh, so, can you sleep under the bed uh, on the sukkah? So, Hayashin takasamita Yeah, so, lo yetzeir chavasa. Sorry, you don't fulfill the mitzvah. He said, when we were little, we, we remember the good old days. We used to sleep under the beds when they had, we had really big scholars visiting our sukkah. Below They never said, don't do that. So, by the way, you see from the fact that they didn't say, don't do that, that it must be it was okay. So, Amrav Shimon, Maise Betevi Abdushur and Gamliel. We're going to see. What? Uh, even if they were kids, so they still would have been at the age of training. In other words, uh, with kids, once they, they, they don't need to sleep with their mother, then they're obligated to train in sukkah. So the question would be, so the fact that they, they slept there, that seems to prove that it was okay. So even a, cu- a cotton is like that? Yeah, once they don't need their ma- mother, then they, uh, in other words, if they're too little to sleep with, with outside or alone, then they're not obligated. But once they're old enough to do that, where it doesn't bother them to uh, go camping, then uh, they're obligated to be trained. Omar Rav Shimon, once happened with Tevi, the servant of Gamliel, uh, and he slept under the bed. So Omar Gamliel, Gamliel used to brag about him. He said to the elders, he said, look at my servant Tevi, he's a scholar. And he's sleeping under the, the bed to show you that, you that since he's a servant, he can get away with that. So, but you see from that story, you see from that story that it's no good to sleep under the bed. It's only because <coughs> he was the servant uh, that he got away with it. Um, let's see Rashi. Uh, Rashi's... Uh, um, it's about six lines up. Now, of course, servants aren't servants not Jewish. So Rashi, there's in order to have a Jewish servant, you had to have a bris milah, and he had to convert. But when they converted, they only did negative mitzvahs. They weren't required in positive mitzvahs. Rashi de mitzvahs de sukkah mitzvahs essay shares man gramahu nashim peturis. Women are exempt. And if a woman's obligated, like it says in Chagiga, but he was a servant, so he was not obligated to sleep in the sukkah, so he slept under the bed. Now, the question was, he wasn't trying to teach a story. He was just saying, oh, there's Tevi under the bed. Uh, he was making a joke. You can learn from the joke that uh, so let's see Tosis here. Uh, that's not the one I want to do. The next Tosis, the second Tosis. Look at my servant Tevi. He's a scholar. He says he doesn't mean he was a scholar. He means he's a good guy. Because he, he can't be a real scholar if he's a servant, right? Yushalmi says that Tevi used to put on tefillin. 
velo michu biyado, and he didn't stop. Uh, the chachamim didn't say with parach machlef she tested regamlio the hahacha gabi sukkah michu biyado. Over here, he has Tevi sleeping under the bed, and there Tevi's doing mitzvahs. Chachamim meleishu besukkah shari yoshin tachas amita. You hear the question over here. We're saying, well, Tevi's a servant; he doesn't do mitzvahs, so he sleeps under the bed. And over there, Tevi, the servant, is putting on tefillin. So what's going on? He did it over here because he didn't want to crowd the people in the sukkah. There was a crowded sukkah. I've been in sukkahs that are crowded. <laughs> we all have. And it's not very comfortable. So therefore, Tevi, uh, out of respect, he slept under the bed. But Parak, so then the Gemara says, well, why did he have to sleep in the sukkah at all? The answer is, Mishana He wanted to hear the words of the Chachamim. He, he didn't want to miss this, you know. He was, so therefore he was sleeping under the bed. That was a different bed, that's right. Okay, back to the Gemara. But there's uh, some discussion here about the famous Tevi, what was his status. So the Gemara says, Vahaleka Asara. Wait a second. What's the issue with the bed? A bed is it's not a um, a bed would only be a problem if it was ten high. If, if it's ten high, it's a different structure. So Targum Shmuel Mitasar. This is a fancy bed. They, they had uh, comfortable beds in the sukkah that were ten high. Tanan Hasam Echad Okay. So that's that. That answers that question. Our question was again. We said that a bed is a different structure, and you can't fulfill the mitzvah under the bed. So Umar says, well, in order to be a different structure, you'd have to be ten high. So the answer is, their beds were ten tefachim high. So that's a pretty high bed that they slept in. Ne- uh, next thing, a new thing uh, that we're going to start that we're not going to finish. Not hustam. We learned over there. Echad If you have a hole that was made by water, or from critters, or it was eaten away by the milchus, which is like salt, like v'kein midvakavanim, or whether it's stones, v'kein siyushakoros. Uh, basically, these are natural roofs. A natural roof is a tumah. Rabbi Yudah says, Natural roofs don't cause tumah. Something comes from Hashem. is not. It's only when man does something that it makes a tumah. My time with Rabbi Yudah, we'll get into that discussion for tomorrow, uh, but uh, the upcoming discussion about what types of, of, uh, of uh, things are considered an ohel. Okay. I wonder if they were, the beds were 